0: Welcome today, 367 of 15 Days to Slow the Spread.
1: Hey folks, this is Frank Reynolds and this is The Lies People Tell. And That was Rand Paul talking about... And reminding us that this is day 367 of 15 days to slow the spread, to flatten the curve. Uh, yeah, maybe we did something wrong there. It's only supposed to take 15 days, right? Yeah, yeah, right. That's what happens when the government takes over. So, uh, I just want to welcome you back once again. And, uh, let me start out with making a correction from last week. Uh, last week I played a couple of clips of a CNN uh director named Charlie Chester. Uh, I inadvertently, mistakenly referred to him as Charlie Clinton. I guess I was thinking about Bill Clinton or maybe Hillary Clinton as far as that goes when uh, I made that mistake. It's actually Charlie Chester, not Clinton. So uh, forgive me and uh, try not to make that mistake again. And with that, let's start out. We're going to talk about a variety of different things today, uh, and I have an update on Adolf and Ava. Release the hounds! You know. Yeah, uh, we've talked about uh, the Biden's dogs, Adolf and Ava, and I've said that uh, he sent them away uh, to the border to round up the kids, to get them in the cages and to keep them there. He claims he sent them back to Delaware with their dog trainer to give them, I don't know, lessons in to be more aggressive. I'm not sure, but they just came out with a report that the uh, Biden's dog trainer has been uh, required to sign a non-disclosure agreement concerning the two Biden dogs, Adolf and Ava. Why is that? I, I don't know. How many people have they mauled? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess uh, one of them has bitten uh, at least three different people in the White House. I know uh, Secret Service and uh, who all. Who knows who else? Uh, they're, they're keeping it on uh, a down low. And also, I guess one of the uh, dogs left a nice little present. I think right outside the uh, uh, White House press room, which is apropos because you know most of the reporters in there, mm, you know, you can make you can make the connection if you will. So, so, a non-disclosure agreement about Adolf and Ava. So we don't want to don't want to talk about what they're doing. Don't want to talk about their training or anything like that. I mean, honestly, what the world are we doing? You know, it really does make you wonder, what the heck have we done by electing this guy, if we really elected him? I mean, <laughs> I mean this guy, he just mumbles and bumbles his way through the day. You, you know, he, he has absolutely no idea what's going on, and uh, he, is, he is certainly not in charge of uh, his faculties. Uh, you know, but I don't think I don't think the uh, the cackler, you know, the Kamala Harris is in charge either. Because I mean, she's the definition of an empty suit. I mean, look, listen to her. Anytime she's asked a hard question, she cackles like some lunatic uh, out of you know some sort of a institution or someone that should be institutionalized. So I don't think she's in charge. Is uh, Barack in charge? I, who knows? Is he calling the shots? I think Valerie Jarrett may be. I think Valerie Jarrett was calling the shots during Obama's administration because you know he it's just like work. I mean, uh, I'm really not. I'm not into that too much. World domination, yes, but if that's going to require a lot of work on my part, oof, yeah, I don't know if I'm up to that. So yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird thing that we got going on. Uh, you know, Biden is talking about raising taxes left and right. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, no, no, that's good. That's real good. Like that's going to help the economy. I mean, we're living in an upside down world. And speaking of upside down world, I don't know if you saw, uh, that the FBI uh, came out and well, it was revealed. They didn't, they didn't release this. It came out during a, uh, congressional testimony uh, in the house uh, that they had uh, designated the shooting from the baseball diamond to Capitol Hill baseball diamond in 2017 where Hodgkin the Bernie Sanders supporter took a rifle and a pistol and 136 rounds and tried to kill a bunch of republican uh senators and uh, congress people that were out practicing for the softball game And this is where Steve Scalise was uh, shot, almost fatally shot. And uh, he, he was, he had every intention to murder a bunch of politicians, not Democrat, but Republican politicians, because he came up and I'm not sure if it was DeSantis or one of the other Congress people at the time and asked, is that the congressional baseball team? And they said, yes. Is that the Republicans or Democrats? He said to Republicans, like, oh, okay, good. He goes, gets the guns, you know, starts shooting the place up. But the FBI, it turns out, after that, they briefed the Congress people and told them that they thought that this was a suicide by cop. Now, let that one roll around in your brain pan for a minute. Suicide by cop. Now, as one of the congressmen pointed out, it's like, If he wanted to be a suicide, by cop, you pull a gun out on a cop and try to shoot the cop or act like you're going to shoot the cop. That's suicide, by cop, this guy did not need to fire 136 rounds at the senators and congressmen out there playing softball to have suicide. by cop Because here's the problem. The two cops that were there were only there because Steve Scalise was there. They were in an uh, unidentified car. It was a non-marked car. So it was a plain car and they were in plain clothes. They weren't in uniform. So there was absolutely no reason for him to even think that there were any police in that area. It's laughable on its face that the FBI would designate that, uh, Homeland security and the ODNI both designated him as a, a violent domestic extremist or domestic terrorist, if you will. Not the FBI. So, once again, you just have to shake your head and wonder what the heck is going on over there in the Hoover Building. I mean, it, it really is uh, unbelievable how far the the institution has fallen over the last uh, four or five years, and you know, I, that's something I need to address in a uh, more broader sense uh, in a in a podcast because I have a lot of thoughts on it and, uh, you know, some of them are not going to be popular. They're certainly not popular with some of the retired agents that I know, but, uh, we've, we've done grievous damage to the organization that, uh, should have been apolitical all along and has been politicized, you know, for the last 10 years or so it's been pretty politicized and it's, it's a shame because, If you lose faith in every institution to include your supposed premier law enforcement agency, we're going down a a bad, bad path. So, you know, that's, that's where we're at though. I don't get it. Don't understand why they're doing this, but this is where they came up. And who was the director at the time? This is, came up after Comey had gotten the boot. Andy McCabe was the director. Now, did he put his thumb on the scale and say, yeah, yeah, we're going to say that that's suicide by cop. I don't know. I wasn't privy to the conversations, but either they're the most brain dead uh, people in the world or someone, uh, you know, in the power position said, yeah, yeah, we're not designate this as a suicide by, by cop. We're not going to. Play into the narrative that uh, this guy was a, a psycho, uh, extru- domestic extremist, violent extremist, because uh, we don't want to give you know, the Republicans or Trump a talking point. I don't know if that's the case or not, but boy, it certainly looks that way, doesn't it? It's a you know very very disconcerting. So let's move on to a, another thing. You've heard uh, Joyless Reed on MSNBC, she's, you know, she's a bomb thrower. She, she's a, she's a, 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 a hater in a lot of different ways. And, but she made some comments about culture the other day that I found pretty interesting considering what they consider, what kind of culture they have. So let me play, uh, that in uh, the rebuttal back from, uh, uh Adam Carolla on the Tucker Carlson show.
2: The thing the right hates the most about Democrats is that Democrats have the culture. Democrats have the culture. They have the Hollywood culture. They have the glamorous culture. And the right hates that. They feel that the culture is too woke. It's too multicultural. It's not John Wayne anymore. There's all of this multiculturalism and wokeness and liberalism, and they hate it. But they also envy it. It's it's all projection, Tucker. I mean, you think <laughs> right. about it. We always talk about this. They always call trump a narcissist but who's the real narcissist here for sure. who's the ones who are chasing celebrity who are the ones who are worried more about how they look in the public square who is the real narcissist in this equation and it's funny they always think of the narcissist as the guy who's big and puffed up and talking about himself but i realize that i think joy reed is a much bigger narcissist than donald trump You know, because I think they look at the entire world like high school. If you really think about the left and you really think about the mindset of the left, it's they're perpetually in high school. They never leave high school. It's one big popularity contest. Uh, Joe Biden is the oldest homecoming queen or king in history. It's just one big extended high school. It's like they never leave high school. It's one huge popularity contest. Yeah, it's exactly that. I don't think they've ever left that mentality and that's what perpetuates it. So. If you get outside of that, if you start talking about lowering taxes or lowering regulation, then you get kicked out of right. the cool guys club. You get called a racist or homophobic or ze- xenophobic. And you get thrown out of the cool clique so you can't have lunch with the cool kids anymore. And everyone in Hollywood is so perpetually worried about being thrown out of the little lunch circle that they have to keep beating that drum. If you, if you wonder like why are all these people saying the same thing, even though it doesn't make sense over and over again, it's a perpetual fear being thrown out of the click.
1: And I think Adam's completely uh, spot on with this. They are a bunch of narcissists and it's a bunch of mean girl uh, stuff going on too. You know, they, the, the liberals and, uh, people like joyless Reed, who is a dim wadded bulb at best, really think that we really care what they think. They don't get it. We could care less. I could care less what any of those guys think of me because I know what they think of me. I'm some knuckle dragon mouth breathing uh, you know, conservative that, you know, don't, you know, can't get into the good schools. And if I was successful, I'd be where they are and such as that. Then, you know, that's obviously not how we measure success, but that's how they look at things. And as far as culture, I mean, this is a culture they have on their side. They got Cardi B, they got Miley Cyrus, they got LeBron James. Uh, You know, they got Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's the culture that we're all wishing we had. I mean, honestly, they are so full of themselves. It's, it's laughable when you think about it. And as in, as Adam pointed out, they are so afraid of not being, you know, part of the club. Even if they did believe something different, they have to keep their mouth shut and, and parrot the party line. Otherwise, you're canceled. You're done. And that is the, the mentality of the left right now. Everybody, if you're not in lockstep, you you're done. Uh, the great press Chris, Chris plant says that, uh, you know, they, if the, the, the liberals don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. And that is absolutely true. You know, they want compliance And they want you to fall in line and by God, you better follow the party line. And it's, it's becoming, Oh, it's, it's so ridiculous. So over the top. Some of the things that they are coming up with, you just shake your head and said, these people are out of their minds. They've lost, they've lost their minds. And if they ever stopped and listened to what they said objectively, they'd say, well, that's crazy what I just said, but they don't listen to themselves. They're in an echo chamber and they have to stick with the party line. A friend of mine was talking uh, to a, a person we both know, a mutual acquaintance we both know. He's very liberal, and uh, he really hates Trump. And my friend is very conservative and very strong Trump supporter. And uh, he reached out to him on uh, LinkedIn because he hadn't uh, heard from him in a long time. This is my conservative friend reaching out to the liberal say, Hey man, how you doing? I haven't heard from you in a long time. And they went back and forth, back and forth. And he said, yeah, I, I finally, I got thrown off of uh, LinkedIn because, you know, I had, you know, said a few things that attacked too many people, you know, because they had opposing uh, political viewpoints than me, you know, but you know, Trump is just such a, these, these Trump people are so stupid and they're so moronic and such Like it. So my friend comes back and said, well, I'm a Trump supporter. And he, you know, and he says, he pauses and he says, are you kidding? And he's like, no, I'm not kidding. And he says, what? I can't believe that. And he said, no, no, I really am. And he says, you know, and then he starts to start to rail. And my friend just said, you know, uh, like, listen, you know, it's best that we don't talk politics because we don't agree. You know, he says, well, but since then he's not heard back from the guy. He, he reached out to him and said, Hey, I've got this podcast on, you know, recovery and, uh, this, you know, you should listen to it. Never heard anything more from him because that's how they operate. If they, you don't agree with them, you know, they'll attack you. They'll personally attack you. They'll call you bad names and then you're dead to them. Whereas, My conservative friend, he knows he's liberal, but he still liked him and reached out to him because that's what we do. We don't hate people because they don't agree with 100% what we believe. Liberals have no sense of humor. They are the most humorless people in the world. Now, some of them are very funny comedians, but their comedy has gotten to be more about applause lines than laughter. And if you listen to, like, the late-night guys, they are looking for applause lines and uh, they're not looking for laughs. Jimmy Kimmel used to be funny. He's not funny anymore. Not because I disagree in politically. It's just that everything is an attack and it's, uh, and it's all one way. You know, y- you got to attack both sides. I mean, I try to be even handed and make fun of both sides of the political spectrum because they're all a bunch of jokes. I mean, politicians are jokes to start with. But these guys are looking for applause lines. They're not looking for laughter. They're not looking to say something funny, and you know, hence why they're not doing that well. But you know, hey, they're successful. They get paid a lot of money, and that's how they measure their success. So, so be it. And speaking with that, I want to play you one last thing, and and I want to close out the show with this because this is funny. It, it's relevant and it's lighthearted, and you know. Life's hard enough. We don't have to go through life being miserable, right? We can have a good laugh. There's a guy named uh, Buddy Brown, and he does, uh, you know, parody songs, or he writes funny songs, and they're political in nature. He, and, and, you know, he's very talented and uh, he writes all original stuff. And uh, he's on YouTube, so look him up. He's got some good stuff. And I'm going to play a, a song he did. It's called... Uh, be less white. And I think that it's, uh, you know, apropos. So take us, take a listen to this. Truck sessions.
0: Truck What's going on y'all in honor of Coca-Cola. I have written a brand new song for you called be less white. That's right. The pamphlet that's going around Coca-Cola to all their employees right now. If you hadn't been paying attention is how to be less white. All the reasons white people are bad. You know, at some point, I'm just like, damn, the the hatred is real. Can you imagine if we released a pamphlet called Be Less Black? Can you imagine if, if uh, Coca-Cola did that, what would happen? Y'all, I'm from Mississippi. I don't care who you are, what walk of life you come from. You come down here and have a beer with me anytime. But this is getting comical. It's getting ridiculous. At a certain point, I think in America, we just need to be less stupid. That's what we need to be. <laughs> Hope y'all like this song. Be proud of who you are no matter where you came from. In the meantime, we need to be less white. <laughs> Coca-Cola's done lost their dadgum minds. Yeah, the white guilt's hitting pretty hard this time. I thought I'd seen it all, but as it turns out, I have to change my skin to live this one down. We gotta be less white. Be less white it's liberals gone wild And they lost their minds We gotta be less white Be less white Now I'm switching to Pepsi And it's all alright They said to be less white Is to be less oppressive Be less certain And less defensive Be less arrogant Try to actually listen Coke ain't getting served in my kitchen Be less white, hell, be less white These liberals gone wild and they lost their minds We gotta be less white, be less white Now I'm switching to Pepsi and it's all all alright Well I got something for your little online training class Take your little pamphlet and stick it right back up your ass While I try to be less white, be less white, these liberals gone wild and they lost their minds. We gotta be less white, be less white. Now I'm switching to Pepsi and it's all all alright. God bless y'all be sure to subscribe that might even end up being the new theme song over at Pepsi I don't think the boys at Coca-Cola are gonna like it much but over at Pepsi you can have it if you want it <laughs> hey, it's a good thing all that snow thawed out last week it's getting way too white around here <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't resist y'all be good
1: there you go so <laughs> and that wraps it up man uh glad you joined me today uh Keep a smile on your face. Keep your head up. You know, things are going to crap. We get it. You know, (laughs) not much we can do about it except laugh, make fun of them. And at some point in time, every dog has his day. We'll have ours. It's all right. You know, it's coming. It's coming around. Just hang in there and, you know, hope for the best, you know, keep praying, keep your faith, love your family, hug your kids, kiss your wife. It'll all be all right. And be less white. According to Bobby Brown or Buddy Brown, be less white. And with that, I will talk to you guys next week. Oh, one last thing. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You can get me at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, you can sign up. You can get me, listen to it, share it with friends, pass it on. We got to spread the word and we got to have fun doing it. All right. So adios. We'll talk to you next week.